Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. Today we'll be talking about some of the news topics, mm. starting with the Thai government. Mm. Now, more challenges uh, seem to be going on for the Thai coalition government mm -hmm. uh, in an involving uh, political landscape where the constitution, power structures, and group conflicts have become major challenges. The Per Thai Party acknowledged that maneuvering the formation of a new coalition government is far from simple. According to Per Thai's deputy leader, Kun Pum Tham, the party has to remain committed and steadfast in its approach to lead the nation out of this crisis. A range of internal and external factors have transformed Thailand and its politics over the past eight to nine years. Mm. He was quoted. Pertai now bears the responsibility of implementing the policies promised to the voters in the May 14 general election in a bid to enhance the country's situation while pioneering the new government. We are going to ensure that our challenges do not become national problems and we certainly are not prioritizing our personal interests over public benefits. In their quest to mitigate the political crisis, Pertai is inviting increased cooperation from all concerned parties and is hopeful for <coughs> the best. Addressing rumors that former Prime Minister Thaksin Shinawatra's delayed return to Thailand might complicate Pertai's efforts to create the new government, Prasad was assertive. He clarified that Thaksin's absence or presence does not influence the party's actions. After its withdrawal from the Move Forward Party, with whom it was to constitute a governing coalition, Pertai is now in a difficult situation. They are faced with the unenviable task of avoiding loss of support from the public if they cooperate with parties that are in, that are in the current government a group that some see as conservative. If Pertai chooses not to ally with the Palang Pracharat and United Thai Nation Party, the party is estimated to obtain a maximum of only 263 out of the 500 seats in the House. However, were Pertai to align with the PPRP and UTN, their coalition would command 310 seats. This would mean only 66 votes from senators are needed in the subsequent prime minister vote. Pertai at present continues to engage with senators whose votes are crucial for the party's success. This will potentially prevent them from having to collaborate with the PPRP and UTN. Mm. Yeah. So here's the problem, basically. <laughs> Pertai need the PPRP, which is uh, run by Prawit Wongsawan uh -huh. and uh, United Thai Nation, yep. everyone's favorite, Aprayuchan Osha. <laughs> um, I mean, it, the challenges are now mounting for put high, like yeah. the same way that MFP was facing all these same challenges too. Man, forming a government seems yeah. very hard. The people are going to be upset if they do f form a coalition with them because mm -hmm. that's what they want a change from. Exactly. However, what do you do if that's the only way to get things get going? Someone, yeah. <laughs> not not pre preferably you might okay, you might not be able to get MFP and Pitai elected, but. Yeah. Uh, Pertai would be a second best option. Still a change. Yeah. Mm. Mm, we'll see. All right. Well, mm -hmm. we're going to move on to our next story. Uh, mm. This is a, a a breaking story and a, a story that's been dominating Thai media murder in Kopangan. Yeah, indeed. So uh, in Kopangan, uh, a 29 year old rising star Spanish chef named Daniel Sancho Bronchalo brutally murdered and carved up his alleged lover, 44-year-old Edwin Arrieta Arteaga. The missing top half of his body has now been recovered. Further details of the motive have been revealed, but not confirmed. Now, the torso and head of the murdered Colombian businessman who owned a plastic surgery clinic were pulled from the north shore of a holiday party island, Copangan, within the last few hours. Bronchalo had reportedly confessed to police that he had carved up the body and put some parts in a suitcase. And last night, police identified the owners of a kayak the chef had desperately attempted to rent and then buy before using it to paddle out to sea and dump the body. 
A coalition of officials and locals have been following leads and scouring the shore's coastal waters before the suitcase was recovered and its grisly contents verified. While the crime took place on Buddha Day, just as thousands were flocking to the island for full moon party, the murder took place far away from the party and was wholly unrelated. But the Spanish chef was reportedly escorted to the south of Pangan to some areas overlooking the party beach earlier this afternoon where police mistakenly believe there may have been some additional evidence to collect there. Perhaps the most shocking bit of new information to come out is the unconfirmed suggestion that the murder was not a crime of passion in the moment, but planned and premeditated murder Bronchalo had planned and invited Arteaga to Pangan specifically for. Bronchalo had been reportedly picked up on the CCTV of Big C in Pangan, buying large knives, garbage bags, and other tools before the murder, and before his alleged lover on the, arrived on the island. It is believed that Bronchalo arrived, uh, invited Arteaga to Copangan to murder him. It is rumored that his lover planned or asked to end the relationship with a Colombian man to marry a woman, but this, in this information has not been confirmed. Arteaga is believed to have arrived in Pangan on August 2nd and was murdered the same day. The Spanish chef allegedly told police that he punched his lover in the face to stun him and then bashed his head against the kitchen sink until Arteaga was dead. He then apparently used his culinary skills with the knives to carve up the body, but he seemingly didn't have a solid plan for disposing of it, leading him to buy a kayak in the middle of the night to dispose of half, while quickly dumping the other half in trash bags at a local garbage drop site. Bronchalo, the son of a famous Spanish actor, Rodolfo Sancho, who just a few months ago was promoting a new program on Netflix, and the grandson of legendary actor Sancho Gracia, who in 1968 infamously had an affair with renowned American actress and model Raquel Welch that led to her husband chasing Garcia around at gunpoint. Just two weeks ago, Bronchalo's father was singing his son's praises at an award show saying he was proud of Daniel's catering company called La Bohem and restaurant called Boogie. The alleged murderer's father is now on his way to Thailand, making his way to Kopangan to be by his son. Shocking stuff, man. Like, oh. But uh, it's it's always strange, especially yeah. with celebrities involved, this kind of thing, too. Oof. I don't know. Famous people do crazy things. Apparently. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to move on uh, to our next story. Mm. The oil slicks and tar balls in Phuket are back. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, now, this story... Uh, was reported for the first time actually two years ago. Oh, yeah. uh, that was the first time where we had oil slick and tar bowls washing up on uh, Phuket's sandy beaches. Yeah. And uh, they seem to be back. In mm. the Talang district of Phuket Island, the beautiful scenery was marred by the unexpected appearance of oil slicks and tar balls along four beaches. These are being carefully removed from the coastline of the Sirinat National Park by a mix of residents and authorities. The cleanup started on Friday after an alert was raised by the Layan Beach Station Chief. Several beaches, including Nayang, Mai Khao, Nai Thon, and Layan, all in the north, were swept by the oil slick and related deposits, thus sparking concern amongst park authorities. The sighting was further corroborated by hotel staff from the well-known Angsana Laguna Hotel, who noticed an unfortunate sea turtle hatchling covered in crude oil on Bangta Beach. The Marine and Coastal Resources Research Center received the news and swiftly acted to aid the distressed turtle. The team at Srinath National Park, led by Park Chief Sorasak, embarked on an ex expedition to get rid of the beaches of the oil slick. With the assistance of residents and life lifeguards, the mission to remove the oil continued yesterday. In the interest of safety, tourists have also been advised against visiting these four beaches. Moreover, the Thai Maritime Enforcement Command Center in Phuket Deputy Director Captain Krit shared that similar oil slicks were observed in Pangas Kok Kloi, located north of Phuket. The maritime route data between Panga and Phuket over the past seven days is currently under examination by the Phuket Marine Office as investigators aim to pinpoint the source of the oil. Mm. Mysterious oil. Yeah. 
tragic tragic footage too man like seeing all these wildlife being yeah. negatively affected by it but mm. well, so about one and a half year ago uh mm. i had actually gone and done a news report on uh oil slick and tar balls oh, yeah? uh, at i think it was Lyon beach if i remember correctly and this was the because of the oil spill that actually happened in rayong Oh. That was affecting uh, the the oil slicks and tarballs that were making their way to Phuket, basically, mm. and um, yeah, those things are nasty. Oh, they're, they're, yeah. they're quite uh, difficult to clean up as well. Yeah, that's what uh, I've heard. They stick to your hands. Like it took. Uh, it, we we had I had to use like coconut oil and stuff and oh, like yeah. and like massage my hand and really wash it like Ugh. five or six times uh, so they're quite difficult to clean up and uh horrific especially for tourists yeah uh so the first time it happened it, it was right when the phuket sandbox opened up and they were allowing the first tourists to come to thailand mm -hmm. and it was still uh, happening yeah uh, and it, it had just started happening at that time Ugh. however this time uh seems to be happening uh in fairly monsoon low season so yeah. oh, hopefully they can figure that out quickly yeah seriously all right we're going to move on to our next story uh which is going to take us to narathiwat which is uh in the south of thailand i believe yeah indeed so in narathiwat a car bomb detonation led to the temporary closure of a region surrounding the location of a police base situated in sungai kolok district the blast uh last night fortunately did not result in any injuries or deaths the incident took place to, uh, uh, close to the Orakan intersection in proximity to both a rail route and the ad hoc police stronghold numbered 9313. It was roughly 8 p.m. when the explosion took place. Uh, it appears that the bomb had been... Uh, 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 sorry, excuse me. It appears that the bomb has been uh, placed within a car and then had been left uh, amidst a downpour stationed at the aforementioned intersection. Eyewitnesses report detail that the individual presumed to be the car's operator hastily vacated the vehicle just moments before the bomb went off, quickly departing from the vicinity uh, on a motorcycle, which had been conveniently left near the car. Uh, following the detonation, investigators found fragments of the destroyed vehicle strewn across an approximate 100-meter radius, with numerous license plates included amongst the collected debris. As a necessary step toward ensuring the safety of the public and allowing for unhindered investigation, local police implemented a temporary restriction of access to the surrounding area. This was done in anticipation of a thorough examination being conducted by both the bomb disposal unit and the forensic police. Uh, now, also in June, a roadside bomb blast in the Ruiso district of South Thailand's Narathiwat province injured three monks and two volunteer rangers. The explosion took place near an agricultural equipment shop in Tambon Ruiso as a white van carrying the monks from Wat Parot Pracharam passed by. The were in the area to collect alms. Woo, car bombs going off down mm. there. Um, yeah. And that was interesting too. The, the little detail that I thought was interesting was that there was a lot of license plates mm. in there. So uh, what is the plan going on? And uh, Southern Thailand is always uh, a little more unresty too, yeah. so concerning. But fortunately, no injuries, no deaths in this one. Yep. Mm. All right, we're going to move on to our second last story today. Uh, now, People traveling to Thailand, surely you'd love a VIP experience. Well, with the Elite Visa, you now can. It's only going to cost you about 600,000 baht. Yeah. A viral video is currently making waves online featuring a high-society Chinese woman reviewing her VIP experience while traveling to Thailand using the Thailand Elite Visa. Shared on TikTok by her account... Taipei 5, she documented a journey where luxury and personal care started as soon as you stepped off the plane. Once disembarked, the Chinese influencer was greeted by officials holding a sign with her name. Subsequently, she enjoyed a leisurely golf cart ride 
proceeding to the special elite visa channel. Provision was made for her luggage by the staff in advance, ensuring a seamless travel encounter. The mode of her ground transport matched the tenor of her trip with choices of high standard cars like Mercedes-Benz or BMW. All these made the journey from the airport to her residence a mere 15 minutes affair. Uh, Thailand Elite Visa is a special type of visa that allows multiple entries into Thailand. It can be renewed every five years and includes privileges for extended stays in Thailand. The starting price is 600,000 baht or around 17,411 US dollars. This video is a testament not just to the ease and convenience of traveling to Thailand with the elite visa, but also the country's well-structured system designed for such elite travelers. The allure of the VIP experience demonstrates through the influencer's journey has generated significant online interest and is testament to Thailand's allure to high society tourists. Last year, Thailand's elite visa sets its sights on attracting wealthy people to stay long-term in the kingdom. Chinese expats are taking the most advantage of it, but officials are surprised to see the average age of those applying for long-term visas is dropping. Uh, about 20,000 elite visas have been approved so far to allow people to stay long-term in Thailand, with 7,350 have been from Chinese nationals, according to news reports. Mm. That's right. Yeah, I think it's funny that the, the age is dropping for that. It must, it's all these influencers coming to make posts. <laughs> That's it. Well, the thing is, mm. um, I I'm, I'm not sure how, I mean, obviously you need to have a decent chunk of money to pay 600000 to have like a five-year long-term visa, I guess, mm -hmm. elite visa. Um, but I'm just thinking to myself, who would get the elite visa? Yeah. It, it's for a niche, small group of people. So adding into this, onto that story, it's, they said it's mostly Chinese. We did a story, didn't we, do the other day, yeah. or I read it, that there are professional children now. There are parents who kids just, like, they're just like, you know what, just have fun. They have so much money, they just okay. have their kids, like, you know, just go yeah. live life. Just go live in Thailand. It's probably a lot of that for stuff. a couple of months. <laughs> like, like, yeah. I think, even if you did, uh, you know, we were coming here for work, a lot of people here come here on tourist visas for, for work purposes, but... Mm -hmm. You know, even if you were a high so traveler, you could stay in Thailand for sixty days. Yeah. Right? I mean thirty day visa plus one renewal, that's sixty days. Yeah, but the treatment. Like if you're that high <laughs> so, you could just keep coming back on a tourist visa. Why would you need to Cause you just don't want to stand in line for the visa. You're, you're not thinking. You're, high, you're not. You're not thinking high. Yeah, so yeah, enough, yeah, right. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just. I'm just not there yet. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll right. get there. We'll Fair get enough. there. Lines. <laughs> we're gonna move on to our last topic today. Mm. Uh, which is, which where we're going to take you to the bank, the blood bank. <laughs> so yeah, in a humanitarian call, the Phuket Blood Bank uh, at the Vachira Phuket Hospital reached out to foreign residents and tourists in Phuket, encouraging them to contribute to a blood donation drive on August 8th in Phuket Town, aimed at urgently replenishing the hospital's blood reserves. The initiative comes at an uh, with an alarming demand for blood from all groups seen at both Vachira Phuket Hospital and Phuket Regional Blood Center, functioning under the umbrella of the Phuket Red Cross. Event organizers communicated their earnest request, stating, quote, Vachira Phuket Hospital and Blood Bank cordially invite all foreigners to take part in our blood donation drive to support people on August 8th at Limelight Phuket. Blood is needed even in low season. Please help our doctors to save human lives. We sincerely thank you in advance. Uh, now, phone line uh, 076-361234, extension 1285, has been open for further queries relative to the donation drive, directly connected to the Phuket Blood Bank at Vachira Phuket Hospital. Uh, the event, christened Phuket Blood Donation Drive, is lined up to be held from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Limelight Avenue on Dibok Road in 
Phuket town. Phuket, Phuket Governor Khun Narong, uh, along with his wife, Khun Wandi, president of the Phuket Red Cross, are expected to grace the event. The move to host the donation drive also comes with a plan to increase awareness about the continual need for blood. A presentation dedicated by, to this effect by Dr. Widasak, uh, the director of the Vachira Phuket Hosp Hospital, is scheduled to take uh, as part of the proceedings. Donors who participate, regardless of nationality, will be presented with a commemorative t-shirt as a token of appreciation for their contribution. Uh, yeah, I donate blood. Do you donate blood? Uh, I have not in a, in a while. Yeah. Um, you know, for the longest time uh, in America, they wouldn't allow me to donate blood because I had traveled to remote parts of China. Oh. So that's always a weird thing, uh, just because there might be some, some hint of yeah. exotic disease. But uh, if you are able to, definitely go check it out down in Phuket. That's tomorrow, August 8th. Yeah. Give some blood. You got plenty. You can make more. <laughs> Don't shame people to give blood if you want to. Wow, come on. If you want It's a good to. cause, for yeah, sure. You'll save right. lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, those are some of the news topics from across the country uh, today. For more, please visit thetiger.com. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow live again. Until then, see you. Take care. Bye-bye.